Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Full Definition, where we're exploring the fullness of life that Jesus talks about when he says the whole reason why he came was to give us this full life. So amazing. And today, I want to get into another element of that, which I think is so important, and it's to do with our mindset. If I'm being honest, (laughs) most times when I approach something, I have a mindset of, what can I get out of it? What's the impact on me? And there's nothing wrong with that thought in itself, because we are supposed to be looking after ourselves and our bodies and everything to do with us. So there's nothing wrong with that. But if that's the only thought that you have when you approach something most frequently, then it just doesn't tie in with this idea of a full life. And so I keep thinking, as, as I began to explore this, I'm going to think that there must be another way, a better way that gives you more life. And that's what I want to get into today, talking about adopting a mindset of generosity. But what is generosity? What does it look like? You know, when I was a kid, every time I'd go visit my grandparents, they would give us money. And I loved it. And there was this one time when I said to my grandfather, oh, the money that you've just given me, I'm going to save it. And he was so happy and he gave me more money. And I thought, wow, this guy is so generous. And, you know, I had come to associate the giving of money from someone who has more to someone who has less as generosity. But that is a very one dimensional view of generosity. You see, I don't believe that generosity is giving to others out of our abundance, like it seemed back then. I believe it is giving freely out of our substance. We can be generous with everything that we have within us and within our reach. Everything that we have, we can be generous with it. You know, I became friends with a lady who worked in the cafeteria in my office. And every time I'd see her, you know, I'd jump into her queue and we would, every time I get there, we would stop and chat and laugh a little bit. And it was great. It was sort of a great way, you know, I get breakfast and then I'd have a little laugh. It was a great way to start the day. And it didn't matter if either of us or even both of us were feeling down. Sometimes we'd get there and we'd look and I would smile and then she would look at me and just be like, oh, I just, I have to smile when you smile. And then we would laugh and, you know. It was great. And there was something about just being generous with a smile and with our conversation and giving, being generous with our time in, the, in that moment that sort of built that friendship. And I'll never forget what happened. So they closed the cafeteria at the office. Oh, it still hurts. No breakfast. Um, but, they, but before they closed it, before they closed it, um, you know, Eva pulled me aside and said, you know, Sarge, there are many things that I will not miss (laughs) when I leave this place, but there are a few things that I will miss. And one of those is just, you know, seeing you in the morning and having those awesome conversations that we had because, you know, it really made a difference. It was those moments when we were generous with each other, just with our smiles or conversation or, you know, whatever it was, even the banter. And before she left, she said this amazing, amazing blessing over me. It was just 
so many well wishes. She was just like, it's going to be well with you and your family. That You know, she spoke so many good things over my future. And I just thought, wow, that's incredible. So we can be generous with everything, with all our substance. We can be generous with our smile, time, banter, our skills. You name it, whatever you have within you, you can be generous with it. And being generous with these things will definitely enrich your life. I mean, there is a blessing that comes, an enrichment. You know, it's in our nature to enjoy being generous, actually. So how do we go about being generous? Is there a way that is helpful and beneficial to us in doing this? And what does that look like? I think the first thing we need to do is get comfortable. I often ask myself, what can I give away? Like, how much can I give away? And I think we need to check in with ourselves. We need to decide within ourselves, within, within our minds, how much can I actually give away? Because only you would know your circumstances and what you do have. You would know your capacity and what you have that you can give of. So find out what it is. What do I have within me? And then how much can I give away? And I think the next thing, apart from getting comfortable, once we've decided how much we can give away, is that we need to get happy. (laughs) Now, that's not something that you sort of get, I guess. But what I mean is we need to be happy that we're giving it away. (laughs) There's no other way to put it. We need to be happy that we're giving it away because if we're doing something that we're not happy with in our hearts, we're, we're, we're punishing ourselves. So if, if someone forces you to give away your time, you're the most grumpy person in the whole world in that time. You just don't want to be there. You don't want to be doing that thing because your heart's not in it. So for generosity to be really helpful and really beneficial to our lives, We have to be comfortable with what we're doing. So we have to know what amount of time, for example, we can give away. And we have to enjoy giving that time away. Otherwise, it's just not going to be any good. Generosity isn't about setting up an automated donation and forgetting about it. Generosity is a heart and mind lifestyle. If we're not connected to what we're giving to in our hearts... We don't, it doesn't enrich our lives the way it's supposed to. And so there's nothing wrong with it. In fact, it's good to automate your giving in whatever way you can, but ensure that your heart and your mind are in what you're doing. Otherwise, you won't get the full enrichment of what generosity should bring to your life. And then I guess the last thing is keep it low key. You know, there was a time when Jesus was talking about charitable deeds to his disciples and his friends and people listening. And he says, yes, he gives them a warning. He says, don't be like these pretenders, right, who go around before they do a charitable deed. They blow trumpets in the street and they want to be seen by people so they can get praise for their good deeds. He says, don't do that. But rather, in your acts of generosity... Don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. In other words, keep it low-key. Whenever I read this story, I'm always imagining 
what kind of people go around blowing trumpets when they before they give money? It's like before you give you know money to someone who's begging, you start blowing a trumpet so that everyone around can see. Like who does that? But it's just to check and be mindful of you know our motivation. Are we doing stuff so that people who are around us can see how generous we are and you know what kind of heart we have and all that kind of stuff? Is that why we're doing our acts of generosity? So I think Jesus is pointing, is touching on, just make sure you're checking your motivation. Are you, why are you doing this? Are you doing this so you can be seen by people and be praised by them? Or are you doing this simply because you enjoy it and you're happy to do it? So we know that we can be generous with everything, with everything we have in our lives, everything we have capacity for, right? So generosity is giving freely out of our substance and expecting no reward. But there are a couple of things I'd like to look at specifically today in the act of generosity. And the first of those things is we should be generous with our good deeds. You know, we read about Jesus quite often that he just went around doing good. And that's incredible. You know, we all have the capacity to do good deeds, to just do good stuff to other people. A while ago now, I was going to meet a group of friends from church and this was after work and it had just been one of those days right it had to be just very frustrating very annoying and I came out of the office and that day and I was just angry like I was just so angry and I noticed every single little thing that anyone on the tube did anyone on the train did to like irritate me like you know if their bag brushed against my knee I was kind of like why are you doing that um, not not out loud, and I promise I'm not like that all the time. But you know, it, it was just yeah, the whole day had just kind of dr- got me to that point, right? And as I was getting off the train, the doors opened, and I looked up and I saw this couple, and the lady was in the front trying to carry the front of a pram up the staircase, and the guy was holding the back with one hand. And then in his other hand, so in his left hand, he was holding this massive suitcase. It must be must have been about 25 kilos or something. It was so big and bulky. And so I just thought to myself, someone just needs to help them. And so I rushed over to the guy and I said, you know, can I help you carry your bag? And he looked at me, he hesitated, you know, because this is London and we don't often just go around asking people, you know, can I be nice to you um, without it looking suspicious? So he hesitated for a bit and he said, OK, yeah, here you go you know, carry my bag. And so I, so he could then concentrate on, you know, carrying the pram properly up the stairs. And I carried his bag up and, you know, put it down and then, you know, said goodbye. And that was it. But right at that moment, honestly, a good chunk, not the whole bit, not the whole bit, but a good chunk of that frustration and anger that I was carrying with me just melted off. And just because I had taken my attention away from myself, and focused on doing something good for someone else, my life was enriched. I was feeling a lot better. Not not completely better, but you know, a lot better. And this is the power that good deeds, just kindness, acts of kindness has. Every single one of us has the ability to change a life, to change an outlook, you know, to bring life, to bring freedom, to, to... Have this heavy stuff that weighs us down and just be able to pull that off. 
And so we need this. So we should be generous with our good deeds. We should be generous with our acts of kindness to one another. Be ready to do something nice. It doesn't have to be big. It can be just sitting with someone who looks like they need someone to talk to. And then the other thing we should be generous with is our forgiveness. And it's just powerful, right? Forgiveness is so powerful, like genuine, true forgiveness. You know, as a Christian, we know that God is, oh, he, his capacity for forgiveness is just limitless from our perspective, right? And when we receive that forgiveness, it transforms our lives, it transforms my life, definitely. And if you've ever been on the receiving end of forgiveness, you know the healing power, you know that it it lifts off a weight off of you. It restores the relationship you had with that person. It just brings freedom and breathes new life into it. And we have the ability and the capacity, not the same capacity as God does, but we have a capacity to forgive. And we should be generous with that capacity so that we can see relationships restored and lives changed and and people being built up and being encouraged, being lifted around us. So if anyone has offended you or if someone has done something that has broken your relationship with that person, then just these simple words can transform the whole situation, can transform their lives and your life as well. Just, you know, I no longer hold it against you. We're good. Wow. And suddenly it's like new light and life has come back into it and you can begin to restore that so let's take every opportunity we can to be generous with everything we can be generous with it has to be a mindful practice don't let your generosity slip into a space where it becomes mechanistic and if you haven't thought about it before you know think about it what do i have that i can be generous with and then how much can I be generous with? What's my capacity? And am I, am I going to enjoy being generous with that thing? You know, that's really, really important. Am I going to enjoy it? It can be something that comes naturally to you as well. So if you enjoy talking to people and you, know, you notice someone you know, in the office who's been a bit down, you've seen that change in their behavior or personality, just go over and talk to them. Just be generous with your natural gifting for speaking to people. And imagine the difference it will make to that person who perhaps hasn't had anyone to share what they're going through with. It'll just be amazing. We have the ability to do so much good if we're generous with everything we have. And if you really think about it, at the end of our lives, we're going to have to be generous anyway. Because when we pass away, we can't take anything with us everything that we have goes to someone else so why wait to the end <laughs> when you can start doing it now right if you go through life only seeking how you can get more stuff for yourself then you rob yourself of the riches and the blessings that generosity brings to your life you know it was jesus himself who said it is more blessed to give than to receive. There is more enrichment. It is much, much better being generous 
than getting stuff. Now, if he said that, they, they, it's true. It's, that's literally just it. It is true. You know, there was this time when Jesus and his disciples were watching a scene where there were lots of people coming to give money in support of, you know, the church building at the time or something. And there must have been a lot of people who were, you know, well-dressed and looking quite wealthy. And then they came and they dropped, you know, quite a significant amount of money. And people would look and be like, wow, yeah, okay, wow, he's generous. Yeah, that's good. And then this old widow comes up. And Jesus is like getting his attention of this. I was like, whoa, 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 guys, check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Look, you see that lady there. She just dropped, you know, like a tiny bit of money, right? In comparison to everyone that was there, right? That had gone before her. But actually, she has given the most. She has been the most generous person there. And I just think, wow, that's incredible. Because it is said of that she gave everything she had. She was a widow, And she gave everything she had. She gave of herself. And you know, there is a cost sometimes to being generous. And I don't want to miss that here. Yes, generosity is sometimes sacrificial in nature. But I am so inspired by the woman in this story because she shows that no matter what your circumstances are, you still can be generous. So no one is excluded from this lifestyle of generosity. And it's certainly not about having a lot and being able to give out of an abundance of something. No, no. She gave out of what little she had. And Jesus' view is that she gave the most. So it is incredible. And It's really, really about a heart and mind. You know, it's a heart and mind sitch. It's a heart and mind game. And we we should enjoy this lifestyle of generosity that we have access to. Enjoy it. Let it become part of your week, day, your every moment. And I'm looking forward to that. I'm hoping that I can get more of that into my life. Because, you know, those moments when you do something, especially when you're the acts of kindness, you're generous with that. And it, it, it transforms you. Or the forgiveness transforms you. Generosity with everything good just transforms you and makes your life so much better. And there's one really, really important thing that we need to remember when it comes to generosity. And that is to be generous to ourselves. We need to be generous with our forgiveness to others, but also to ourselves. We need to be generous in our time to others, but also to ourselves as well. It doesn't help if we're giving so much of our time, like all of our time to others and none of our time to ourselves to look after ourselves. So we we need to be mindful of the balance we're striking in our generosity as well, making sure that we're not neglecting ourselves in our lifestyle of generosity. So, Let's go out. We have the ability. We have the capacity. Uh, Let's go out and do it and enjoy living generously with everyone around us. So I hope you have a good day and I hope, yeah, you get the opportunity to be generous to someone.